0: but look um dr tarper we have the privilege of having our, our next guest coming on she's a louisiana native uh she resides in houston texas she practices uh as a nursing uh professor and nurse manager with uh with an insurance company uh in addition to her medical career she's a ceo founder of a uh, strong squad her own company her own brand uh she's uh Uh, an artist I mean uh, an artist but she's uh, in that regard as it relates to uh, a fitness artist but what she is really is an author she loves motivating and inspiring others Uh, she has a book that's coming out she's uh, her book comes out in January um, some Mm -hmm. hopefully January or February I'm excited to get it uh, I know know.
1: fingers (laughs) 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 crossed
0: it's going to be when when is it the book Fingers coming
1: out? Crossed, January, Fingers crossed, January, January. So hopefully,
0: this book is coming out in January. She's a mother uh, of two children, and she loves, loves, loves to travel. You can follow her on all the social media: Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Strong Squad. I, I got a. I've seen some of the outfits, but I've never seen them for guys. But the, the outfits for the ladies—they look—they look outstanding. Um, and, and most importantly, um, besides being a, a nurse, a leader, a manager a professor and a mother, Uh, she's a survivor of cancer. And I want her to come on the show to tell us about uh, the impact of COVID on small businesses and how it impacts your businesses. What were some of the challenges and how did you uh, shift in these trying times? Uh, So without further ado, help me welcome Ms. Holly Cotton. Welcome to the show, welcome to Down on the Fence.
1: Thank you guys so much, thank you, thank you.
0: Well, uh, so, so my first question, you know, my first question is just that, um, Miss Cotton, how, when, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? I know I gave the people your background and all that. Tell us more about you, please.
1: Okay. So like you said, I think basically my life, I, I Strong Squad is all about life after. So Where I am right now is life after cancer. So I was just trucking along in life, (laughs) you know, taking everything for granted, doing whatever, you know, just living normal. And then when I got diagnosed at 36 with breast cancer, I was like, "Um, okay, this is totally unexpected. You know, I'm at the peak of where I need to be physically. You know, I thought I was doing well, all of this stuff. So, you know, so after I got over that process, because going through cancer is just a whole process by itself. But after like the year um, of, you know, recovery and all of that, then I, I started like reaching out to, you know, other survivors. And then it became where other survivors start reaching out to me. And I realized that I needed to shift my focus because before everything was why me? Like, why did this happen to me? What did I do? I didn't smoke. I didn't do this. Like I'm healthy. Why me? Why me? And then I shifted to the why me as in, okay, well, I'm still here for something else other than just to live my life or whatever. So that's pretty much like where I am right now. So I'm in my life after cancer what am I doing? How am I how am I impacting people? I don't want to just be here just doing the same thing we all do, be complacent with life. Like I want to actually live the life that I have left and especially being around other survivors and having, you know, people that I get close to and they actually get cancer again. I just had a close friend that I made five or six years ago when she actually had metastatic breast cancer and um, she had a reoccurrence and she died in like three months after they found out that she had breast cancer again. So, you know, it just really shifts like how long do I have left? Like what, you know, anything can happen, which is the life of, of a survivor. But I just want to make sure that who I am is is remembered and, you know, live live my life. <laughs> be memorable. Like don't just be another cute person or, you know, somebody that works out, like you have a story. And so that's pretty much me in a nutshell. And I'm just trying to live the best life I can right now. And that's the whole strong squad development part.
2: So I appreciate you just sharing your journey about breast cancer, because I think that affects uh, so many women. And we frequently don't talk about it. We're really ashamed. We get breast cancer. Often people are very Mm -hmm. silent about it. Uh, We hide it. Um, people just kind of disappear. Um, you mentioned something that I, I want to kind of live in for a second. And that's the the why me part, right? Like I was doing all of this healthy stuff. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you created this brand Strong Squad. Talk to people about like, hey, you can be doing all of this great stuff and you still have risk factors. So here's how I've been able to live in both of those spaces, because I know that every six months or every year, whatever you're, um, on right now in terms of how frequently mm-hmm. they do, like that's still a part of that process. So kind of talk to us a little bit more about living in that space.
1: Yes, you're exactly right. So every year in October, um I it's like the the dreaded annual visit and I, I I start reflecting my friends like I'm texting them hey just in case you haven't tell you I loved you guys I do, you know and they're like oh lord it must be time for her annual visit but I'm like wh- you know what what I say all the time to people is that you know I want where I am right now yes, I survived cancer, but I try to not belittle other things that people have gone through. Like yeah, my my survivorship is cancer, but guess what? You survived life. Like you're still here right now because you survived. Goodness knows what, you know? So I try to make sure I'm like, hey, this is me. Like, yeah, I'm tough and I'm not going to let cancer beat me. And I want people to see me like wow like I can't believe like people are they're like wait a minute you had cancer I'm like yes that's how strong squad came about um but I think that you know it's so hard because sometimes I forget too and then when I get humbled in October and I go to that visit and they do those blood work um at panels and and I get the breast cancer tighter and I get you know all of that I mean I've, I've had to um have a, a total hysterectomy because uh, they thought I had ovarian cancer a few years ago so like to be 36 to be 40 and in menopause like you guys don't realize you know you're complaining every month but you know from my perspective you have a good life you know you haven't had to go through all of this so what I try to do is just use that because like like I said and, and you reiterated the why me because I feel like you know what if you're having a bad day, and you're whining about doing something, guess what, honey, I, I did this too, like, you can't work out, like, the biggest thing is, um, you know, uh, I know Anthony sees me all the time doing um, <laughs> my workout videos or whatever, but, um, you know, and so I'm like, if I can do it, you can do it, like, you know, so I just want to, to use my life as a platform and yes I do. I like health and fit- fitness is very important to me because I know that your life expectancy uh, living a healthier lifestyle, you're more capable of beating those things. You know, your your defense, your immune system, your you know, everything is is higher whenever you're in shape. So that is a motivator for me as well to eat right and do stuff. And then looking good, that comes with it too. You know, it's like okay, this might actually kind of work together. Um, But that's what I do. And that's why like breast cancer is a big cause for me. We donate every year. Um, That's one of the things we try to do um, for our community. give back is that I definitely try to give to like um, uh, breast cancer charities that are local that actually help cancer patients and survivors not the big one that gets you all your money and no one ever sees it like we try to get right into the community do everything in community level and then that that's my way of doing it because that that whole thing is overlooked. Like people don't realize that until you're going through cancer and you don't have money to pay for doctor's visits and testing and things like that. And then you're like, well, where do I get resources from? You know, and you don't know that, Um. you know, just until it happens to you. So I try to educate that, try to push that stuff. And then at the same time, use me as a billboard, like, well, gee, if you know, she can get up and go do things that have gone through cancer and all of this stuff. And it's very you know, I try to be very transparent about it. I never, you know, try, I never say um, hide it or whatever. I'm like, yeah, that was a chapter. It's not my whole book, but that was a chapter. And now here we are with this, you know, the next chapter life after cancer and what we're doing. Um, I know that's a lot. Sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I, I love the part about life after cancer that you're not just as diagnosis that you have, a life that you have created, a brand you have created, um, a company that you have created since that time, a book that will be coming out and we're gonna claim uh, January, we absolutely are. Um, because I think sometimes people don't- Book number two. <laughs> book number two. Um, I think sometimes people can get stuck in all of the things that have happened and it, it doesn't allow them to be able to move forward in, in mm-hmm. their, their present and think about their future.
1: Right. And and to say, to, to just kind of piggyback on what you said about the survivorship and as women like that, don't tell it. I went through that too. Like when I was first diagnosed um, and I was going through it, like my healing process, like I was so tired of everyone. Oh, you have, oh, oh, I'm sending it, you know, and like, you just get to the point where you're like, please stop feeling sorry for me, or please stop. Like, I don't want another pink ribbon item in my house like leave me alone with the pink ribbons but I think a lot of women like they get to the point where they don't know how to maybe and maybe I don't want to say don't know how but they choose not to embrace that chapter you know and embrace that they just want to put it away because it's a it was bad you know it was just you know just a, a bad thing part in life, you know, they, they went through cancer, they did all of this, lost hair, did do all of the things, you want to push it behind you, and I think that, you know, that's fine, I respect that for, you know, survivors that I come in place with, but for me, I think that, you know, telling my story, I get people that all, hey, you had cancer, my wife just got diagnosed with cancer, or oh my gosh, my mom just got breast cancer. Can can she call you? I'm like, yes, of course. I have people that text me up for Christmas. I'm like, oh, I forgot. Oh, good, you're still alive. Yeah, Merry Christmas. And you just forget like how many people that you've actually talked to over, you know, this eight years of survivorship that I've been in. So, you know, not everyone wants to tell the story, but I'm telling mine.
0: And I think that's what makes you, um, if if I can, I I think that's what makes you authentic and, and, and and people, you know, besides you're a model and model at all of these, you know, uh, what is it, (laughs) target academy and all of this, you know, past that Don't get carried away.
1: Sorry, you choked me. Not yet. Not yet, but it's coming. You
0: you know, uh, you know, past that, uh, you're, you're, uh, a female business owner, and and as a as a female business owner, and and we know that you're there's a real there's a real why behind your business. Oftentimes, when there's a why behind the business, it's easy to support the brand because there's a real why, there's a real passion. Veterans Defender, there's definitely a why behind my company, and and um, it allows me to succeed because it's not work. Every day I get up and I'm excited about helping veterans. Every day you get up and you're excited about helping strong squad, but I was reading an article at the United States uh, Chamber of Commerce and it says, well, businesses of COVID-19 has varied depending on the industry. There's been one group that has been particularly hit hard in American women-owned businesses. According to a recent survey by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, the number of female business owners who rank their businesses overall health as somewhat uh, very good, fell 13% during the pandemic, 60% uh, in January, 47% in uh, July 2020, while male business owners reporting good business health uh, only fell 5.67%, it's about 62%. Female small business owners are also less likely to expect, expect future success compared to their male counterparts. Revenue, uh, they're expecting to be down investments, people invest in their company and staffing uh, challenges. What are you doing as a, as a female business owner uh, to increase a look at your price structure. You have very competitive prices on your website. If you, if you look at some of these websites uh, where people have businesses that are in the fitness space their, their prices is outrageous. You're like, what? How? Why does a T-shirt cost fifty dollars? You know, you have five dollar <laughs> items right. and twenty dollar items. While this is definitely not an infomercial for your your website, as a business owner, how have you been impacted by um, by COVID as a female business owner? What are you doing to bounce back and be resilient, even uh, as you na- navigate this space?
1: Right. Well, the the biggest thing for me is that I I watched a video and it said that success is defined as a, what was it called? A progressive realization of a worthy ideal. So for me, when I heard that, I was like, wait a minute, worthy ideal. That's what I'm trying to push. I don't care what you're going through. You know, I have people in Trump Squad that have lost children, that have lost spouses, that, have, you know, it's not just survivorship of cancer, but it's just uh, something that happened in life, and I'm like, and here I am trying to, you know, charge $50 for a shirt or $30 for a t-shirt, like, I want you to feel like you are part of our squad with just a minimal contribution, because I do use a lot of the profits to, to um, go right back in and do our community projects. So, um, but I think the biggest thing that I've learned during this COVID was how important social media marketing is. Like, you know, I've always been kind of like a social media person, post a little cute picture on Instagram, you know, do whatever. And I ran into some people who actually had, you know, some really successful businesses, and I networked with them. And they were like, Hey, listen, we believe in you, like you are the product, you need to make sure that you are doing your curse customer experience where any person that you talk to, because it's not like Nike, where you can get mad at Nike, and uh, at a Nike employee, like you're still going to buy Nike. But if someone gets mad at you as a a small business owner or they don't like your experience or whatever oh my gosh wildfire (laughs) is going down so I was like you know what I need to focus on those little things and so the way that my website and my pricing is structured is that I make it survive by quantity and quality so if I have a t-shirt for twenty dollars I may sell two and then someone's mom is like, oh, I like that t-shirt or a guy will be like, oh, I like the shorts too or whatever, whatever, or a hoodie for $25, you're gonna buy multiple products. So, and not only that, but you give them away. I have people who might buy a t-shirt for themselves or buy two and their kid takes one. Now they're back buying another one because it's just $20. Yeah, well, okay, it's just $20, but you've spent $100 in one order, you know, so I think that the quantity part and then the customer experience and that marketing has been huge for me too, as well as just being shared and talked about and doing more and more. I mean, Instagram, my Instagram is kind of popping right now, you know, so I'm getting a lot of traffic that comes in and, you know, Um, what someone explained to me was that women are emotional buyers. And I, I've known that for a while and you know, it's, it's trying, it's, it's hard for a woman to have this line, like men, you can go out and be sexy and promote whatever. And women will support you, but women, it's a fine line because if they think that you look better than them or something or you're whatever, so it's kind of hard. And that's why I keep. Facebook really light, like I'm motivational. I do stuff. So I think that having that adds to the customer experience. So people feel like they know me. Like sometimes I have to tell people like in my DMs, like, listen, I know you feel like you know me, but you really do not. We're not really friends. Like, you know, like they get so caught up in thinking that they know me because I'm cracking jokes or they see me do a video or whatever. So, but for me, that's the whole customer experience. So I think that that's why, you know, I didn't see, uh, actually I started a whole nother line as well, which is my bombshell line, which was catered to women specifically, um, as well as a swimsuit line. And then I still kept my strong squad and shred, which are my fitness accessories and t-shirts and things like that. And I just combined them together. But I think that for me, I was actually able to use this COVID as a time to restructure a time to refocus and realize okay well since we're only doing virtual everything how can i do it how do i get more people you know what can i do do i you know i started doing more podcasts to get my name out there i started doing my own zoom calls to try and get people who are affiliated with strong squad tell your story like why do you feel like you're part of the squad what did you go through so that's my whole philosophy is that whole marketing thing I didn't realize how important it is because like someone told me, you are the brand, you are your name, like that's it, you're the brand, you're the Nike check so if you're not pushing yourself if you're not doing all of these things quit being quiet quit being humble like come out come out swinging you know and do more you know more visual things make sure you stay in the spotlight things like that so that's all part of that that social media aspect and i've definitely used that to grow
2: well i appreciate you sharing that information because i do think um you hit on a lot of the issues that women struggle with, attorney winners and I were talking about this just the other day, about the differences and when women present information versus you have a you have a, a good looking guy, he can women are gonna come like they're they're gonna support the, right <laughs> pop's, pop's collar, um, flash his smile over there. But it is yeah, there
1: is there calm is down, <laughs> calm down, calm <laughs> down.
2: But there is sometimes that jealousy that happens mm-hmm. and that, like, hey, I don't wanna support you, you think you're too cute or Right. And we get caught up in the stuff that's just far away from your mission. But if you could, I think this is a perfect segue into sharing your social media, sharing. You have already got a book out. Share, Please share the title of that. Um, share information that you would like uh, our viewers to and listeners to be able to to leave with, because this is yet another opportunity for you to plug yourself. Thank you.
1: you. I appreciate it. So my website is super easy. It's www.strongsquadfit.com. My social media is every single social media is my name. So Facebook is Holly Cotton. Um, Instagram is Holly Cotton underscore. Um, And then you can email me, send me a DM, whatever. Um, And I also have a Facebook group where we do a lot of interactive stuff. I try to do motivational things, post workouts. Um, We're starting a January challenge where, you know, I want to, like, teach people how to read labels and how nutrition is so important because I think a lot of people after New Year's come in and they want to lose all this weight and they don't don't have an idea and they just, (laughs) this is like syrup or whipped cream or whatever. And I'm like, okay, let's learn portion control. So, yeah, so that's all my social media. Really easy to find me. Everything is my name. And my book, my first book is called Strong More Than Muscles. It's available on every platform. Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, uh, Walmart.com, whatever, whatever it is. And then my next book is going to be called Day One. And I actually shifted Strong More Than Muscles um, is about my story as a survivor and just how I came about my diagnosis. And I get a lot of breast cancer patients and survivors who love the book because they're like, oh, is this what to expect? Or, oh, I thought I was the only one going through this. Um, And not only that, but I put elements of strong squat and strong being more than muscles, because yeah, I work out, but everyone is strong in their own way, you know, so I wanted to make sure I differentiated between the two. But my next book, day one, fingers crossed, will be out in January, I just did my first proof. Um, So, um, and that's just going to be a motivational about your goals and things, because I talk so much about how to design your goals, how to get it together, you know, quit making mistakes, just start, like, you know, all of these things. And, and you know, um, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna write a book about this because I give this advice all the time. And so I've been working on that during COVID too. So just another, <laughs> I've been working during COVID, like, you know, we've been trying to get multiple faucets here. So yeah, that's all my information.
0: Well, thank you so much, uh, Miss Cotton. Now, uh, Dr. Tarver, uh, Ms. Guyton said a lot of great things uh, there to, to discuss. Uh, and I know we have another guest, but I, I definitely want your take on uh, Dr. Tarver. When she was talking about the resiliency and resistance as it relates to uh, being a, a small business owner and opening up, what, what do you think, uh, from, from your perspective, Dr. Tarver, what do you think helps drive us there? When I'm Like at times, this thing has just gone on ever it feels like mm-hmm. i don't know when the last time we all been outside outside and so right. outside has been closed in my life for a long time so what do we do when we have that what we in the military used to call it mission creep dr Tarver. what do you what is your take on or your advice to business owners when they are experiencing uh mission creep uh, of us being stuck in a house
2: Ms. Cotton actually alluded to it when she talked about her upcoming group that she'll be starting about helping people set uh, goals, read labels, right? We, uh, frequently what we end up doing is we stop having a plan. So we mm-hmm. have that vision. And and then something happens, right? So COVID happens, and we have to adjust. And then we get stuck in that, and we don't come out of it. And so you have to change your goals. You have to change your plan. People do frequently have a hard time actually creating goals for themselves. They're not specific. They're not measurable. They're not observable. They're just very broad, right? So OK, I need to get on on these platforms. But what's my actual steps going to be, right? right. So if I'm not as savvy as Miss Cotton is, uh, (laughs) On these platforms, then that means I need to hire somebody that can manage them for me. If I'm not good about putting pictures out, then I need to have somebody that has pictures that is pushing me to get stuff out daily or weekly, whatever my goal is. If I don't have a timeline for when I want things to be completed, then I need to create a timeline. My favorite is an accountability partner, and that's what Ms. Cotton has in her group. She has people to hold her accountable. It doesn't do any good if the idea just stays in my head. That's not gonna help anybody. All of us have gifts and talents that we need to be sharing with people. And so we need to have those partners that are going to push us. So sometimes when I can't see the way out, my partner may be able to. So those are some things that I would recommend to help people when they get in that, as you called it, what, mission Creek.
0: Well, I, you know i i think that was very uh that was very telling to tell that story uh only only two things miss kind we actually uh, two things when we have our book series you promise to come on our show and discuss your book with us oh uh, yes indeed yeah, we buy books we don't, love to yeah we don't talk it. we buy multiple books we bought six of one of our guest books uh oh, this past good. week and so we we really believe in our our, our guests and our audience and number two uh, uh we, we we patronize our guests so we'll go to the sh- we'll go to your website and we will definitely buy some of the strong fit because these prices are really reasonable like i, I can't believe that. <laughs> uh so we definitely will um and i, I like the shred out uh, the shred look that you have for men so thank you uh thank you so much for joining us today this has been a, a challenge thank,
1: thank you guys
0: we wish you much success uh in your business ventures in 2021 and and much health.
2: Absolutely.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: you. Bye. Bye.